previously on the Redbeard Chronicles. And you see a minotaur, and you look closely, and it is Crom. Crom! Friends, it's been too long. Crom, I, I wanted to give you something. There's something on it I want you to, to see, but I, I, let's just, whatever, let's just go. I'm just, uh, we need to get back to Sasha. I am not going to miss my daughter's trials. And you turn around and you see your father there. As you go in the entrance, you can hear the crowd. The energy is immense. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 335th Dramage Academy Wizard Trials. set up path they point towards the hallway good luck and may the gods watch after you go ahead and give me another perception okay that's better uh 12 the one that switched your crystal uh-huh. your armor he looks down and to the left, like he's done something. Uh, yeah, of course he did. Whatever. As you approach the arena, you come up to the circle where there is a pillar in the center. And as you place your hand on it, what is Sasha's school of magic? Um, Sasha's school of magic is the school of abjuration. As the circle lights up, a blue energy emanates from the crest and forms a shield-like crescent. Crom and Tabby, you hear Jonathan say, I always knew she wanted to protect others. As you lead the circle, you head towards the hallway ahead of you. As you run down the hallway, you come to a doorway. Barred iron, wooden door with a turn knob what do you do um i would try turning the knob okay give me a dis- dexterity save or er, sorry a yes a dexterity save uh 17 as you grab on to the uh handle you start to feel the sparking energy and you retract back. And you only take three points of lightning damage. Ooh, it looks like she fell for the trick after all. She shouldn't trust everything in the trials. I'm sorry, how much damage did you say? Three. Three. You know, I did hear she is a tri-spell. Maybe she- unformal training is going to be a disadvantage to her after all. You hear your father's voice within your head. Everything is okay, Sasha. Breathe. Whether you pass or fail, 
You're still my daughter. The door is still shut. What do you do? Well, what else is in the room? It's just a hallway to a door. So, five foot hallway. Left to right. There's. It's just the door. Correct. I guess I'll cast Mage Hand to open the door. Okay. So as you cast Mage Hand, this purple-like hand that resembles your own, and you grab onto the knob and you turn it, and the door opens, and it's a staircase down. Okie dokie. I'll go down the stairs. So as you run down the stairs, you come to a room that is 15 foot by 15 foot wide and 30 foot tall. And you see the door to the next room at the top, 30 feet up. In the corner, you see four large glass tubes and they're filled with water, sand, fire, and you see this magical tornado. And then you hear the announcer. Okay, we got the classic room of the four elements. Earth, wind, fire, and water. All Sasha has to do is get to the next entrance. Predictions, Vixen? Well, we we saw her slowly figure out the first door, so I'm going to take a break. I'll be back with you on that one. We got some time. <laughs> How big are the tubes? Um, they're five foot in diameter and they go 30 feet up. Okay. So they're full. Okay. Attached to each of the essentially pillar tubes is a um, nozzle, like a spigot. Uh-huh. And then in the center of the room is a simple table that's wooden. Is the table a heavy table? Um, probably... I mean, if, for you to lift it up, it would take some strength, but okay. you, it's a table, so okay. you could probably flip it or whatever you want to do. Okay. So I'm going to use the water and my ray of frost to make kind of like stairs of ice going up to the door. Okay. As you turn the spigot, it's it's coming out, the water's coming out and filling the floor. Mm -hmm. um, it is not... A fast pour. Mm -hmm. So, as you're casting Ray of Frost, you build a staircase, and as the water rises, you keep casting Ray of Frost. So, essentially, you're building a, a cascading staircase. Yeah. And about five minutes go by, and you do get up to the top. Okay. Um, I do need a dexterity save, as it is ice. That's a one. I would recommend a new 20. <laughs> that and was a new 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, you take an additional two points of bludgeoning as you slip off the edge and you crack your side into one of the edge of the steps. But you get back up. At this point you see Jonathan. He is like gripping the edge of the railing uh, at the booth uh, to the point of you can see his knuckles are starting to go white. And Raynell's just mumbling, just is like, think quickly. You eventually get to the top. <laughs> and there's another hallway. There's no door at the end. 
once you get through to the next room behind you, the floor actually shuts, stopping you from going back. And surrounding you is what looks like an alchemy uh, room full of beakers, different components, and an alchemy set. And ahead of you, you see an iron door with a lock on it. Classic skeleton key lock. The alchemist's locked room. Sasha needs to show off her alchemy in this room, which she should have no problem as a Tremont. To get through, she needs to bust through the lock, either to brew a potion or make some kind of concoction to get through the door. What will she do? Can I make a metal locking, like metal, metal melting potion? So an acid? Yeah. Yeah, so give me a, an intelligence roll. You said just a general intelligence? Give me an intelligence, yeah. Check. As uh, you're using your intelligence okay. um, as a potion, potion right. making. Uh, 14. 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you start to grab various like components, and as you're swirling around, a gaseous um, greenish cloud starts to boil out of the beaker, and it's actually emanating such a violent roar inside it's shaking the beaker you start to run over to the lock and you are you going to pour it on the lock yes okay so as you pour it on the lock it starts to eat it away um but it doesn't come off completely uh-huh so it is up to you if you want to try to use a strength and like kick it or you can do something else uh, let's try kicking the door. Okay, give me a um attack as an unarmed strike. How does unarmed strikes work? So you add your strength. Okay, eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think she added? <sighs> With the acid on it, as you rear back and give a swift kick straight onto the lock. You actually kick through, and the door swings back violently and hits the hallway out. And you hear Raynell is like, that's my girl. Keep going. As you come to the hallway, it's a staircase up. Do you keep going? Yes. Okay, as you're running, you can see your armor is flickering. It's struggling. As you're running... With every step, it kind of like turns off and turns back on, turns off, turns back on. And you get up to the top where it is the rest of the arena flat. And there's no mage there. And the crowd is going kind of silent and trying to figure out what's going on. And then you see the floor lift up. And you see Headmaster Talia there. Play the smack there. <laughs> Punch her in the kidney. <laughs> 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 this, ladies and gentlemen, is a sight to see. The headmaster herself has joined the arena. Oh, I wonder what she did to tick her off. Headmaster Talay is walking up towards you. I warned you, I will not hold back. 
and she steps 30 feet away and in a perfect line you raise up and a bridge has been built between you and her and you're lifted 40 feet in the air. So you have five foot to your left or right and 33, 30 feet straight. Oh. I need initiative. Yay. Okay. You can do it. Okay. What did you get, Sasha? 16. You beat the headmaster. We believe in you, Sasha. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Sasha, you are first in the initiative. What do you do? I'm going to... Uh, take my wand and just point it at her and cast shatter. Okay. Be like an aggressive point. Um, and it's, uh, she is the point of choice. Okay. So do you want to explain? Cause that's a new spell for you uh, since this campaign, I believe. Yeah. So, um, the way it works is I choose a, a point in range. The range is 60 feet. Um, and uh, it is a constitution saving throw. Okay. That's a 14. Uh, that fails. Okay. Uh, so she takes the full uh, 3d8 damage. Nice. Just a heads up. Headmaster is not wearing the armor. Okay. So what, what does Shatter really do to an opponent? Um, it, it does... 3d8 thunder damage um and if it's a creature made of inorganic material such as stone crystal or metal it has disadvantage on the saving throw so uh and that will be 12 damage nice okay and then a non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage and it's in a 10 foot radius from the headmaster then too. Okay. So if there's anything there, it takes the that same amount of damage. That, that she is not wearing. Or that she's not wearing, okay. yeah. And it's non-magical. Okay. The crowd actually hears a unsettling silence as you see this clear wave of air blast and hit directly into the headmaster. And she takes the full brunt of it and you see her grab her chest as she almost goes to her knees and you you sasha can you actually hear her bones are cracking from the energy and then the floor seconds later breaks and actually she has to run forward five feet as the pillar behind her shatters and crumbles and you see her stand up and the glasses that she uses for reading that she has on top of her head shatters and she looks at you and you see her she pulls her hairpin out and her hair starts to flow out and she's like you really want this then and you see her pull her wand out and wave her wand aggressively to the left and right as two bright purple piercing arrowheads start to form And as they fly towards you, you hear a earth-shattering scream as she casts Magic Missile. Things are finally getting interesting, folks. 
you take eight force damage as these two missiles plummet into the left and right and you almost fall off the edge and you catch your balance and get back. At this point the crowd is going crazy and they are roaring with energy and uh, you see Jonathan stand up now and as he slides the, the crystal ball this beholder gets close and starts to do a 10 foot circle around Sasha. And you see Raynell is like glued his face to her and he just says, why is it not working yet? Your armor, as you were striked by the second one, breaks apart and you see the sapphire fall and hit to the ground. Uh, at this point, the headmaster mm-hmm. relaxes her stance and she looks to the wizard council as she's ready for you to forfeit. I don't forfeit. Okay, go ahead for attack. Uh, uh, it hasn't succeeded yet, but I'll try to do on Witch Bolt. Kick her ass! <laughs> Uh, Never seen crumb like this. Okay. Um, so I'll take my wand and I'll do it in sort of like, kind of like a zigzag pattern. Okay. Um, and then I have to make a range spell attack. Yep. Do it. You got this. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Against her AC. Mm-hmm. As you cast Witch Bolt, it goes right across her face and you missed it by mere inches of her face at this point she turns to you and she's just pissed and she has this smirk of like she's you're a student so she's not wanting to smack you down hard but you're kind of asking for it so it's her turn at this point, you see her do the same motion for Magic Missile. And the two bolts fly towards you. And you feel the arcane energy of your belt as the brooch bright lights up bright white. And this arcane shield forms in front of you. And then it breaks as the two missiles. And you see Raynell just like sit back a little bit. He's like... I should have paid for the better one. I love shield. It's sneaky, sneaky. Whoa. Uh, the headmaster goes from a smile to a frown. And she looks directly towards Raynell's direction. And you see Raynell just like shrug. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and kind of... So how far away are we from each other now? Uh, 25. Yep. 25? Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and cast Ray of Frost. Um, and this one, it doesn't need my wand, so I'll just, I'll just kind of hold out my hand okay. and cast it. It's a range of 60 feet, so she makes a... Oh, I make a ranged spell attack. No. What'd you get? Four. Four? As you are shaken by the random arcane shield, um, your your body's like dizzy just from the amount of inertia of being striked by these magic missiles twice. 
and you go for the attack, but you lose your aim, and it goes about five feet to the left. As the headmaster stands up, she walks closer to you another ten feet, and you hear her say, Sasha, this is no laughing matter, and casts out her wand, and I need a... I need a wisdom saving throw as she casts Tasha's hideous laughter. Uh, uh, 22. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I ain't laughing. As she casts a spell, you hear this horrible laughter within your head and you can your mouth starts to smirk and you can feel this immense pain as but it, it, it's like billowing up like you're about to laugh and like you're holding it back and as you're struggling it releases and it fades away you have successfully succeeded against her spell Woo. that's a nasty one too yeah it's not fun uh, so how far away are we from each other 15 now? 15 feet. 15 feet? Neat. I'm gonna cast color spray. Okay. Okay, hang on. I gotta roll 6d6. Yep. Okay, so... Hang on. Maya. Okay, so... If she has 39 or less damage, she is blind. She's blinded. <laughs> Finish her. Only because of your, fir your first <laughs> attack. <just> <laughs> like, that was an aggressive attack. Yeah. The chair! Use the chair! <laughs> so as you... Uh, cast color spray normally you struggled you would slap your wand to flash at different colors mm -hmm. this time you pull it out and start to begin to run as you strike it against the floor and an immense bright light just sparks in to the point of your father and Raynell and Crom and tabby also flinch a bit because a beholder being so close uh, the whole arena goes ghost white for a second and then you see the headmaster like holding her eyes and she's down on the ground at this point you hear the crowd like chanting and stomping their feet I'll give you an opportunity if you want to do anything I didn't expect you in here, but I'm not going to make it any easier for you. <laughs> Such a dick thing. <laughs> <laughs> you hear her, like, struggling to breathe for a bit. And then you see her smile. And she raises up her hand in the same signal that one of the students forfeited. And the crowd 
begins to cheer and everything is in slow motion as you have succeeded in the trials. As the bridge lowers down, one of the council members brings the box to the headmaster as her vision starts to come back. And she tries to grab the box and you see one of the council members that is tiefling he, she's looking at her at the headmaster and she doesn't look happy with the headmaster at all and the headmaster takes the box and there's a su like a subtle resistance and then she takes the box and she comes up to you and the headmaster presents you your specter you've graduated Sasha Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I know she could do it! You destroyed her in that first attack. <laughs> like. <laughs> So as you are the last to get the specter, the headmaster leaves and you see the wizard council almost like envelop her and surround her as they leave the arena. And the next thing you know is you turn around and the entire crowd is jumping over the railing and pouring out into the arena. Your father lands close to the booth with his booth and Within 15 feet, you see Tabby, Krom, Rinell, and your father running all towards you. And your father is the first to embrace you and hug you. And then you feel the presence of the rest of your family build this huge hug. And then the next thing you know, Rinell picks you up and throws you upward. And then the crowd starts to surf you around. <laughs> The rush of graduating is intoxicating and feels like mere minutes become hours. And then you see this younger wizard, young, within her beginning stages of her schooling. She comes up to you and she's holding a card that shows you striking the floor with the magic of color spray over and over. Can you please sign this for me? Uh, sure. After you sign hers, several other students, younger, beginning in their training, also have these cards and they're signing them. One of the boys actually recognizes your father and he's holding one of his cards. And Raynell's like standing there like smiling like I I'll I'll sign. <laughs> like <laughs> waiting for somebody to come up with a card of him. Yeah. Uh, nobody does. <laughs> How about a celebration? To the tavern. My treat. Your father uh, looks tired and 
he's like shaking a bit like he's holding having trouble holding his strength then he leans up my thoughts exactly and Raynell's like you know where we're going yes I know we need to settle this and they start heading off leading you behind Oh, Sasha, I'm so proud of you. Like, at first, I was kind of worried because you got stuck at the door, but then you made it through, and then you made it to the next room, and then you were like, with all the ice, and then you made it through, and you're like, with the lady, and you knocked her, and she got it good. Good job. Thanks, Tabby. Yes, we're both very proud of you. I told you she was going to do awesome. Good. I'm I'm glad you guys were able to be here. We made a promise. Oh, oh, oh! Here's your knife back. I told you to get it back super quick. <laughs> I'll uh, take it back. Yes. I'll go ahead and, like, get my things, like, to give you your stuff back. I'm like, oh, I should probably then go ahead and give, like, Tabby's thing back as well. The hairpiece. My mine is the hairpiece. Oh, and then mine was a locket. Yeah. yeah, that's right, the locket. Yeah, I will accept it and attempt to put my hair up with it while we're walking. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you leave the arena, Presdian kind of it's like they just know, like the whole city was there. Um. They're all congratulating you and offering you to come in their shop. Like, please buy my stuff. Like, if you buy from, then everyone else will buy from my place. (laughs) Touch my things. We'll sell it on ye old eBay. Right. (laughs) And as you continue walking, you go to the same tavern that Raynell took you for the discussion. (laughs) After I died, but didn't die. Yes. Yeah. And you get a better look at it. It's called the Mage's Goblet. The Mage's Goblet. As you walk in, there's a lot of people, um, common people, and some of wealth. They're, they're standing there. And your father and Raynell go to the back where you see them walk down a staircase. You've never been back here before. And as you go down the staircase, you come to a dead-end wall where you see a brass eye-shaped sculpture. And your father turns around and says, Can I have your specter? Uh, I'll hand it over. Your world will be open to many more things in the mage training. Look for these eyes as they hold secrets. And only wizards with specters are allowed in. And he places it in. And your specter lights up. And projecting on the walls behind you and on yourself, you see your name and every class that you took and every speciality and that you are and the College of Abjuration. And Raynell says, the specters were created 
in the times of war as identity in case you were fallen in battle. Now we use them as a status. And as they say that, the eye rolls back and you see the walls start to kick in and then the eye rolls forward and then it stops emanating the light and your father takes it and hands it back to you. At this point, the wall scrapes to the left, opening another hallway. Crumb, as you were last to walk in, the door shuts behind you and this dark blue light from magic fire on the sconces light your way and you come to an underground tavern where you see many mages sitting there and they're drinking drinks that are illuminating in different colors and the only light source is from the center of the room where you see a floor that is 30 feet across and then you see this glass cage around it and you see two mages in there battling each other essentially this is an underground mage fight club fight club (laughs) (laughs) when you emerge into the room the entire area uh, is congratulating you as you're going to a seat and as you sit down right now it's like well Jonathan how's it feel to be back in your old stomping grounds and he looks around it's been a long time and he looks at you and I'm sorry you're going to learn a lot about your father that you may not want to know Right now, I was like, oh, I won't hold back either. <laughs> but first, we need to drink heavily. And then he like leaves. So, I haven't heard from you since you were accepted into school. What have you been doing in the meantime? Um, there had been an accident in the school and they locked it down. Were you harmed in any way? No. Uh. (laughs) Give me a deception. (laughs) No. Uh, Looking at Tabby like, don't you dare say anything and she's just like... Uh, 14? 14? (laughs) I'm glad you're safe. Um, I, I don't suppose you've heard from a professor... Salivus? Give me a persuasion. 
2015. The name sounds familiar. Long ago, probably a classmate. Why do you ask? Um, he seemed pretty familiar with you. Um, but it's he's he's not in the school anymore, so that's sad to hear. Uh, at this point, you see him uh, hold up his arm, and he's wearing like a brass stopwatch, and it's ringing a very low tone uh, bell. And you see him stop it and twist it um, till it, it stops. And then you hear a subtle clicking. Um, I am sorry. It's for my treatment. And he, he's like, please continue. Don't mind me. And he's pulling out um, one of his side pouches. And he rolls it out. And he's got various small vials of different um, uh, medicinal herbs and potions and he pulls one and drinks it and puts it back Raynell comes back with a tray <laughs> with blue very tiny shots that um, are on fire and your father takes one and stands up and you hear him say very loudly to the whole room. Today, I celebrate my daughter's graduation of the trials. May she begin a new legacy in the Tremont family. To Sasha Tremont. And then you hear the whole crowd. To Sasha Tremont. And they shoot it back. You see Raynell drink as well. And... His eyebrows actually catch on fire a little bit. And he's like, ooh, ooh. And he's like putting him out. <laughs> uh, the drinks are in front of you. You are welcome to drink them or not. I'll drink. Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> I guess we're drinking. <laughs> uh, <It's night. laughs> it's, it's very hot going down. Um, but then when it hits your stomach, it is a very cold, minty flavor. Well, you did party too hard in college. So I did. And so I continue. And he takes the tray and goes back to the tip. <laughs> the night goes on, and you guys are enjoying yourselves. And then you hear Raynell start to build up a little more courage. And you see him stand on top of the table. And your father says, forgive him. I know what he asks. And Raynell, like, points his wand at Jonathan. And he says, Jonathan Tremont, a settle must be made. As we came to a draw at a mage battle. I challenge you. And everybody's just like freaking out over this. And you see Raynell dance in 
a drunken state, but in a very flamboyant way of Raynell, and he starts going towards the stage in the center. And your father stands up and hands you his cane. You can't go. I'm the man of honor. Besides, his magic is soft. We have finally made it to the end of Sasha's Trials. I'm Ashley, and I play Sasha here on the Redbeard Chronicles. We're so glad you could join us all the way out here in Presidian with Sasha and Krama's back and Tabby. What was in Tabby's letter? I hope we get to find out soon. As always, you can follow us on all of our social medias. You can find us on Facebook at Uncontrollably Fine or on Instagram or Twitter at UncontrolFine. We post lots of pictures and fun little goodies for everybody. And remember, sometimes the dice are always against you. Because I'm